Shut up and sit down. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. You know what I'd like? A brand new bike. Of course, there's some other things I'd like to have, but I sure like a brand new bike. What's up, guys? I'm Matt Legrand. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm a rock climber. I'm a Lord of the Rings fanatic. And I'm a YouTube superstar. A brand new bike. A new analysis published in the British medical journal finds that men are idiots. Yep, we're idiots. You may or may not be listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. If you like the show, enjoy it. If not, I think you actually listened to the move with some other guy named Lance. I would have something to eat just before I go to sleep. You know what I'd like? A brand new bike. Of course, there's some other things I like to have, but I'd sure like a brand new bike. Hi, and welcome back to the Dialed Podcast. I am Jake Fondering, and today, as always, I'm here with Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? How are you guys doing? They're doing well. <laughs> and immediately to Matt's left is Mr. Evan Price. How's it going? Good, 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 yes. Good. And we've got... Lance on location. <laughs> Golden boy Lance Romance on location today, coming at you uh, over Skype. Yes. Where are you at, Lance? <laughs> I'm actually in St. George, Utah. Um, I headed out to Utah to spend some time with my son for his 23rd birthday. And now my wife or, well, my wife and I and dog are out enjoying the country. We're actually in the middle of a hike, so I am connected to my cell phone with my AirPods and talking to you over Skype while I'm hiking with the dog. So if I sound out of breath or funny, or if I drop off almost unexpectedly, you'll know why. That's why. And he's tormenting us with these yeah. pictures. This jackhole is sending us these pictures and saying, what neener, neener, neener. What canyon are you in, Lance? Um, I'm at the, the entrance to Snow Canyon. I, we hiked up to a spot called Scout Cave. There's this cool little cave that you can hike up to i'll send you guys more pictures don't worry don't worry yeah <laughs> excellent lance you are you are not that far away from where i absolutely broke apart in may right now so you you, you may see my legs still out there somewhere if you could bring them back for me please that'd be great yeah you kind of detonated on the run i believe uh here yes. in st george you can see a, a mark on the road where his pride is i think it was my pride. tears and pride are left somewhere <laughs> on that road it's a stain is a stain on the a road skitty mark yeah <laughs> a stained pride yes pride. all right as per usual we're gonna get started on our back pedal and we're gonna start with matt this week uh let's see so I was, I'm still recovering from sickness, which is not ideal, but I've been doing a fair amount of running just, um, and swimming's going solid, I guess. Um, it's just kind of hard to do some of that stuff when you're, you know, your, your, your sinuses are just kind of like filled with just goop and junk and it's, you just feel, you know, horrible. Um, you know, you're, you're swimming and you're just like, ugh, you can't breathe. Goggles uh, put some serious pressure into yeah, your sinuses right in the wrong too. spot. Yeah. Uh, but the the running's going fine. Like I I had a good week of running. Um, you know, just solid runs basically every day. You know, I've been going to uh, cross country practice, and our team's been doing well, and just trying to run a little bit here and there where I can, just fit it in. So um, I would say, you know, just a solid week, 
And then this past weekend, <clears throat> we did a, a family vacation trip kind of, um, it's kind of like camping. We went to stay in Rogue River, which is like Southern Oregon. And um, there's a, we stayed in these yurts, which is pretty cool. And what's, a, what's a yurt? A yurt is, it's kind of like um, yurt mama. It's a fancy tent. Yurt. It's your yurt it's mama. A, uh, is this like good. glamping? Is that what yeah. that is? Yes. Yeah. Glamping. Okay. So, so there, you know, the tent's all set up for you, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a tent, but it's um, it's a big a, circular, domey kind of tent yeah, thing, dome yeah. kind okay. of thing. And there's um, kind of some beds type stuff. It's in like there a little already. tent cabin kind yeah. of thing. Okay. Yeah. That sounds pretty cool. It's pretty cool, and yeah. uh, and you're we stayed. You know, you can stay like right on the river, so it's pretty that's cool. nice. You would like it. You would like it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not super. It's not my thing because I'm not like like big time camper type person. Yeah. Um, well, I told you about the last time I went camping, my hammock filled up with water, and I had to sleep oh. on the cold ground. So oh. <laughs> did I tell that story on here? No. Oh, so. that's a real. Good I'll just make that my backpack. Go ahead and fish. I'll just tell that story. <laughs> yeah. So I brought the bike down, and I was gonna, nice. you know, like just go explore, but um, it's it's hard, like when you're like, oh. Kid wants to bike with you. Okay, I'll do that. Wife wants to bike with you. Okay, I'll do that. And so you do. I did like a lot of little rides, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing like no big like epic like Lance Romance style like ride. Yeah. Uh, so um, like so it was awesome. Uh, and then I would just get off the bike and run a little bit, and that was fine. Uh, maybe overdid it a little bit because my um, calves and Achilles are bugging me now. But but good, you know. I think it was a pretty pretty solid week. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Mr. Romance, backpedal for us. Well, I am off adventuring, so it's been kind of a fun week. Um, I'm still fighting that uh, chest infection that I got after racing last week, so I've been coughing and hacking a little bit. But I headed off to Utah to spend my son's 23rd birthday, him and my wife and my dog, and so my other daughter was there as well. So we, you know, loaded up the truck and pulled the trailer and we got a trailer full of bikes and gear and we're just out kind of having fun. So how many bikes did you buy? Yeah, I was gonna brought, I brought four bikes. No way. Oh, okay. Well, Wait, they're, well they're not no, all yours, correct? Yeah. Wife? No. Well, the wife's, uh, the wife's road bike, my road bike and um a mountain bike and a gravel bike. Okay. That's so what I brought. Three out of four. So for, you know, okay. The gravel bike wasn't going to do it. You needed the mountain bike too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's correct. Actually, we just finished our hike and we're back at the trailer and I'm going to be gearing up to go on a mountain bike ride on a place called the Zen Trail, which is on a bluff right overlooking St. George. So you'll get some more ridiculous pictures as I'm gearing up for that too. How, so how's the weather? Temperature okay? You know, it rained this morning, so we were really bummed, and then it is completely cleared up. It is beautifully gorgeous. It is sunny and 70, and it's just October in the high desert, man. It is just fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, would you say it's a glorious day? It is a glorious day. You got some some hero dirt out there? What's that? You got some hero dirt out there right now? There is some good stuff out here. It is just fantastic. So nice. doing a little mountain biking, doing a little road biking. I did this this um, this circuit called the Alpine Loop um, in Utah, up near Provo and uh, American Fork, Utah, just south of Salt Lake. And it was like 50 miles and 5,000 feet of climbing through these gorgeous aspen groves that circled Mount Timpanogos, where... Oh my gosh, it was just so pretty. So that was that was a couple of days ago, and so 
we're headed from here. We're going to um, we're headed to Las Vegas from here. We're going to stop at Valley of the Fire State Park and do some picture taking and a little bit of biking there. I'm going to spend the night in Vegas tonight, and then we might head to Yosemite after that. So wow. that's that's a little bit of back pedal and forward pedal. So there's a whole lot going on. Make sure you stop in Reno too. You know, there's there's great spots around there. So. <laughs> Actually, just skip it and go straight to Tahoe. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're just going to go right on to Yosemite. Yeah, actually. probably a better idea. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right, Evan, backpedal for us. Uh, kind of more of the same. Kind of on the same pad as Matt here, just plugging away at training. That's I'm staring down the barrel of probably five months of consistently the same training each week, oh, on and off. Yeah, but you're, but you're swimming a lot. Uh, yeah, trying to get a lot. I'm I'm actually really focusing on biking right now, Uh, mostly because, you know, there's this Lance guy who I really want to like make sure I can still out climb. So I still got to make sure I'm riding a ton. I'm not sure. Sorry guys. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, running a lot, making sure I'm getting on the track intervals. It's been fun. Have you had a decent workout that you can... Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll share one of the workouts. I really don't mind sharing numbers. You know, I think some people like don't like sharing oh, yeah. numbers on workouts. I never I really knew. If, don't care. I didn't know like, if you were secretive about stuff. No. You never post. You never post. That's like, just because I'm bad with technology. Man. People have asked me, they're like, "Why don't you ever post?" I was like, "It's because I'm really bad at tech." Like, <laughs> you're not a millennial, are you? No. You're just like I should have been like... born in the 1950s. I yeah. would have been much better at being born in the 1950s. Yes. But yeah, so I did. On Saturday, I did a cool hills, a Washougal Hills ride with okay. Dustin and David. Yeah, uh, me and Dustin have been doing a lot of riding together, nice. which is good because whenever I ride with him, I got to make sure we hit lots of hills so that he doesn't <laughs> kill me, so I can actually drop him on something, and then he catches me on the descents. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, you know, kind of working on descent technique, steady climbing, and then about four hours, jumped off the bike, threw on the running shoes, ran to the track, which is about three miles away, yep. and then hit the track for four by eight hundred with four hundred recovery. And I was hitting in about 2.30 on each 800. Okay. So. Excellent. Just trying That's to stay steady. Yeah. Solid run. It was yeah. solid. Yeah. I tried to keep it comfortable. I was I mean, trying not to kill myself. Just having that track be three miles away is Perfect. significant. You yeah. Know, yeah. mileage that way. I'm lucky that way. But yeah, outside of that, just plugging away. <laughs> Definitely not a Lance backpedal. But <laughs> hey, hey, Lance, is uh, Piper the Wonder Pup there for her backpedal real quick? Yeah. Let's see if she'll say something. She's... Let, She's currently drinking water. Piper, hey, Piper, can you say hi to the whole world? I can hear. <laughs> hey, Piper. She's drinking water. <laughs> People need to look. The, my, my favorite pictures you've put up so far, Lance, are Piper pictures. Not Nothing against you, but Piper is so much better looking than you are. That is a true story. I believe you. Yes. All right. Um, my back pedal was... Again, drum roll, please. A lot more of the same. <laughs> uh, Zwift. Um, in week six now of my little FTP, FTP builder program, and it's going along well. Uh, we did our team ride last week, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We got more people showing up for that every week, which is a lot of uh, good times, good workout. If you guys want to join us on those every Tuesday nights at six thirty p.m., Lance is all about that indoor. <laughs> oh yeah, I've, Lance I've has been making appearances. <laughs> Not for nothing though, I think Lance would actually have fun doing this. Um, I would. And he would and lance I'm the sure crap I'll, out of us. I will get on it. I'm sure. He's going to need something to do this winter. So. <laughs> yeah, when he's not exploring the world. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, aside from that, just going to medical appointments and uh, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff, getting geared up for an MRI this coming week for more fun stuff. 
that's going on in my shoulder. Um, we ordered all of the dialed cycling apparel, which is going to be a lot of fun. We got hats and shirts and hoodies and all kinds of fun stuff nice. coming, which is going to be pretty neat. We'll have that on Halloween, kind of stoked on that. And then I uh, did a fun little family hike picture session thing over this weekend, which was pretty cool too. So okay, I saw those pictures. Did you? Is that was that Fallen Leaf Lake? Yes, it was. Yeah. Did you go? Did you do the trails behind the lake? Uh, we were going to, and then my daughter needed to get to a Halloween party. And yeah. And yeah, I made them take way too many pictures, so we kind of ran out of time. Yeah, I know, right? Like yep. it, it, that photo stuff, it's like a time warp. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> I got, I can kill three hours. Exactly. But um, we're actually going to go back down there again this weekend and try and do it again. I'll bring the camera with me. Again. Yeah. Just, and I mean, you know, the light will be different. The tra- you know, the leaves yeah. will be different. Yep. Although the photos you took were really nice. Maybe snag one of those and post it to our podcast stuff. Sure. So that, you know, because yeah. there's some. Fancy, nice photos of the fall foliage. <laughs> pretty stuff. Yes, sir. Sure. Yes, sir. All right. That is it for me, though. So let us uh, get started on this podcast. And I want to have us discuss um, the video that Matt helped produce and make or yep. whatever it was that you did. You get into what the specifics would you say on that. you do here? <laughs> what would you say you did on the video, Matt? So it's for the Transition 4 group. And um, I'm just going to shut up now. And I'm going to let Matt kind of talk a little bit more about sure. this. And we'll ask you yep. some questions. So hit it off. So yeah. So today, um, as of this recording, uh, they... Uh, just released the video that we worked on. Um, it was kind of towards the end of the summer, so it's been a couple weeks. And uh, in, in basically, you know, um, one of the pros that is the leader of this trans- Transition 4 group um, asked me if I would come help film. And I said, sure. Uh, and the film took place up on Mount Hood. And uh, it's basically a group of pros that were um, kind of descending on the Portland area and they hit some trails and kind of did like a non-traditional triathlon. And uh, it, it was super cool. It was really nice that they asked me to help. And um, it was uh, it was interesting. You know, we um, it ended up being a lot more work than, you know, it kind of it, it's, you know, you look at it and you watch the film or whatever. And it looks like, oh, just a whole bunch of guys just went up there and, you know, went, rolled through the trails or whatever. Well, it turns out it's like, you know, you have um, a guy that's trying to, like, just manage the traveling of all these guys and all the gear that they have and dinners and food and camping and all this stuff. Like, so a ton of work went into the actual production of the event. Uh, and it, the video is on purpose, makes it look like, yeah, they just kind of tromped through the woods and had fun, which, you know, it's, it's you know, that's the, um, I think the look that we, we wanted to, you know, put out there. Make it look as easy as possible. Well, not, not that, that just that, that, you know, that, hey, like the idea is to inspire people like, hey, go do, go do something, go out there and hit the trails, go do your own, you know, Overland Triathlon, which is the name of this event that they did. Um, and so that was the idea was like, you know, they, and this is, you know, they really did like they carried all their own stuff, right? Like carry your running shoes on the bike and carry your goggles and like you have to be self-supported um, so that it is that kind of like, hey, you know, if Evan wants to go out there and do the same course, you know, like he can shoot over there with a the bike and do it, you know, and yeah. um uh, but with the videoing and the multi- spending multiple nights and stuff like that, it just ends up being like a, a group of people, you know, with um, yeah, just like stuff, right? Like camera stuff and photography stuff. And uh, there was like a canoe, which ended up being a really good thing because, you know, um, some of the athletes, you know, got pulled out of the water and stuff like that. Not to ruin the film for you guys if you haven't watched. Uh, 
If you guys want to check it out, um, you can go to transition4.tv, uh, and it will be one of the first couple of videos up there, which, you know, just look for Overland Triathlon. Mm-hmm. So It's already linked on my Facebook, too, and Matt's already, Oh, it is? Too. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, and we can yep. link to it from show notes and stuff, too. Uh, but yeah, um, I, you know, I had a pretty good time going up there doing, I would have kind of liked to do it, you know, just cause it's triathlon, yeah. right. You know, that's it's what hard we were to, talking about before this. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, you know, um, it's hard to be the cinematography guy, right. When you're like, Oh, I kind of wish I was out there doing it. Yeah. Um, but that, but that's the awesome thing about the video is that after watching that, I texted Matt, like I was just inspired to go out and do anything today. It's, it's just a, it's an awesome video to watch and kind of reminds us that i mean triathlon's meant to be i'm fun. gonna take that one step further yeah you guys know my viewpoint i mean not that i hate triathlon no. yeah i'm just not yeah. it's not my cup of tea yeah right. i watch that and i'm like oh crap i want to go do that now <laughs> yeah. so i mean well done I mean, well done and that I, whole thing was like right down my alley that's yes. exactly yeah. the yeah. kind yeah. of stuff i want to be doing yeah you know? it spoke to me too so this yeah. is where and and i'm just spitballing now but Except i think for the running you would have liked the run you guys might have run there before it's um it's basically there's a trail around timothy lake and they basically just like they ran 10k so but you could you could definitely do shorter um and you know you basically run for a little while and then jump in the water and swim back so now now was that swim that was a mile straight across timothy lake yeah okay yeah Yeah. yep the swim looks beautiful. Yeah, I swim there. That's, I swim there a lot. That looks so beautiful. Yeah, because I was so so to, even to prep for this um, event, I would I at least did like maybe like two trips, two additional trips up there. So we did like scouting trips and stuff like that because we wanted to know. Um, so they really did kind of race, and so from a photography standpoint, we had to basically know where we wanted to be to get photos, and so we scouted the course. Um, and we marked the course. I mean, it was just, so there was no stopping on their part for the most part. Like, like they just right. went straight through and you had to be ready to go with your angles ready to and everything go with okay. photos. Yeah. And they, um, they did take a GoPro with them, uh, which ended up being pretty good on the bike footage and maybe some of the run footage it turned out pretty well. Um, so that was good, but basically we, and you know, but like anytime it's like, okay, well you need to be here and here at these times. Um, and there is drone footage for the swim. Mm-hmm. Um, the drone footage looks really cool. That's where you get yeah. to see kind of how beautiful Timothy Lake area is. Right. And, uh, and it, you know, it's, it's, we had some issues, right? So there was fire issues back then in the, towards oh, the end of the yeah. summer. And so was this in September? Yeah, I think it or was, was it August. I think it was September or late August. Cause I feel like it was the weekend look. after or the weekend before I was in Santa Cruz. I can't remember. I remember when you were out there. I just can't remember the weekend. I don't remember the exact date. But the fire kept us from getting the Mount Hood views that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. I did send a drone up one morning, and I could kind of see some mountains and stuff, but it wasn't exactly what we had in mind as far as like having the race and having Mount Hood in the background. Um, but you know, I mean, that's the that's the whole thing is like with any of this stuff, it was it was a good learning experience yeah. for me because it's like, hey, you need to you know when you're filming these events or whatever, it's like things are going to happen. Things are going to change rapidly and you need to kind of adapt quickly. Yeah. Um, and like when I make my own little YouTube films, it's like, Oh, that didn't work out. Shoot it again. That didn't work out. Shoot it again. 15 hours later. Yeah. You know, it's like, you unfortunately have, can't do that in a race. Be like, Hey, yeah. can, we, can we redo this right. race? Whoop, Wrap redo it up, that. boys. Redo that. That, that transition. I missed Cut. it, you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> restart. Yeah. So, um, and actually there were some little things that we could do, but for like, um, we, I had, uh, 
had them swim the day before and I got in the water and took some, some nice film of them swimming. Uh, and if you look closely and you watch the film, you'll be able to see like, Oh, this close up shot, you know, like you can tell Matt shot this or whatever it is. Um, but then Trevor Wirtel, who's like this pro triathlete from Canada, you know, he's like an Ironman champion. He's a big time. He's awesome. Um, he wore like a different outfit and I'm like, shoot, man, I can't use this. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, cause I was, um, so one of the things I did was help edit the film as well. Uh, and I didn't do a ton of it. Actually, Eric did a lot of the editing and he does um, a lot of his own editing yep. for Viking life, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so he, um, he's been doing a lot of this filming stuff for a while. Uh, and he goes through waves of, of doing more and less, you know, I think when racing gets intense, he's actually, you know, we've talked about this before. He's pretty much one of the best triathletes yeah, let's, in the country. Let's, let's preface that. Cause so between Tr- Trevor Wortel and Eric Lagerstrom were the yeah. two big time pros that right. were there. And yeah. Eric is arguably outside of Ben Canute right now. I'd say the fastest across all distances American. You know, yeah. We're I mean, talking from ITU to 73. Yep. I think he is focusing on that 70.3, you know, and I think he is one of the guys, I would say, for 70.3. Him, Canute, Ben Ben Hoffman, Timmy O'Donnell, and that's about it. Yeah. He's a a serious, you know, contender for sure. And, you know, I, I was, he's focusing on some run stuff. And, like, times that he was talking about were, like, 110 for a half marathon. I'm like, hmm, that's real running, you know? Like, I don't that's know fast. if that's – and I, I don't know if that's realistic or not. Like, but I know he's gone 113 off the bike. So that's legit. That's mm-hmm. legit running right there. So um, I think basically when Jan Ferdino went whatever it was, 106, like, that changes every, everyone is going to be like, well, I guess I have to change, like, my outlook on triathlon. Um, but this event was definitely more, uh, kind of free spirited event. There was like single track trail. I mean, you guys, you know, you would have, you would have eaten this stuff up, Lance, uh, yeah. <laughs> right up your alley. Oh dude, I, I would have, uh, loved it. Yeah. I would have absolutely loved it. I know I've yeah. actually ridden that trail before. Have you? Yeah. Um, of course you have. on my mountain bike. Yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. And that's what they were saying. How was, technical was that? Because they were not on mountain bikes. No, they, they were on cross uh, bikes. They were on cross it, bikes. They, they rolled a flat part and it's not, it wasn't that technical. Okay. Yeah. They basically started down or maybe halfway up Mount Hood and went up to Timothy Lake. So it was a lot of climbing. Um, but they kind of, um, they did come out to the highway for a little bit. And how long was the ride? I think you said 35 miles before. I don't know. Is that, that sounds, about right? That sounds about right. I think it was 35 miles. Ooh, Lance, you okay? <laughs> oh, no. Do we lose him? Are you still Are you there? there? Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you went over a waterfall. So I'm, Lance just I'm got attacked. I'm currently, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'm currently in transition. So I have finished the hike. <laughs> we have loaded up in the car. I've changed my mountain biking stuff. And now we're driving to the spot where I'm going to mountain bike. This is, so okay. just bear with me. This is just I've like, been muting you T1 right now. This is, this is just like a triathlon. You're in, yeah. tra- That's right. you're in we're, transition. We're in T1. I'm headed to the next one. I'm going to be honest, Lance. This is a pretty slow transition time right now. You've really got to trim <laughs> this down. Like, <laughs> well, I have to drive 10 miles to the to the mountain biking spot that's 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 poor transition planning right there there. (laughs) so matt did this give you a whole new perspective on like the production of like a a bigger budget movie or a tv show or something like that i mean you did it it was a 20 minute spot right so the editing so so to give you an idea right like we filmed this in you know whether it was like early september whatever it was and to have it be like finally out now like you just realize like 
oh, and this is what, like 20 minutes or something like that? Like, yeah. You just yeah. realize like, oh my gosh, um, the, the time that goes into editing is ridiculous. And this could have, we could have easily, I, I think, you know, done more with the editing, you know, like there's so much more that we could have done. And the ridiculous amount of footage that we had that we didn't use, I mean, we could have probably done, instead of 20 minutes, we could have done 20 hours. We had so much footage. Wow. Uh, but it's, you know, it, it gives you an idea like, oh, for, you know, any of these real, I mean, I don't really consider this like a, a real production, but like a real production of something like, man, those, those are intense. Yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine like trying to put together an hour, hour 20 or something like that. Well, it still looks just just visually and how the video is put together, it looks just as good as anything I've watched on YouTube of, you know, the ultra marathon races that they'll yeah. post the recaps of. Um, it was professional. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was, done. It was yeah. very professionally done. See, I, I only see what's, I see all the wrong stuff. You're way too like, critical of it. <laughs> I see all the stuff that's wrong for sure. Yeah. Um, again, you know, like the, we had a lot of people helping, which definitely made a big difference, uh, mm-hmm. made it feasible. Um, yeah. Would you guys I, ever think of adjusting the timeline, maybe making it in mid September? I know that would depend on everybody's race schedule just cause I feel like the ash issue, like with the, right. the cloudiness is kind of the, always an end of August thing. Now that's been the yeah. last two years. Now yeah. we've had those, those visibility issues at the same time of yeah. year. Well, my gut feeling, so I, so I have no idea. So I, I was just a helper, um, in yeah. the transition four group, um, is definitely a cool group for you guys to, you know, for anyone that's listening to check out. Uh, they have two sites, transition for, I think it's transition dash com and then also transition TV. Uh, but they're, you know, they do like, I think, you know, their whole thing is like, Hey, we want to take a different perspective of triathlon. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not all like, you know, grind the road and, <laughs> and just like, you know, sit on your trainer and race 73s, <laughs> just suffer through it. And, and they definitely, and they also, I think my gut feeling is that they want to kind of put the sport out to inspire, like kind of just like, Hey, this mm-hmm. can be cool. It doesn't have to be all staring at like the black line of the pool. Like this can be a neat sport. Um, and I think they're f- my, I think that they're inspired by like surfing videos or skateboard videos or just things like that where people, or even some of that more you like know, extreme we, sport stuff. Well, is it, is, just, is, is Lagerstrom, uh, sponsored by Red Bull yes. as well? Am I saying that yeah. right? So, Red Bull has done, and despite your feelings on energy drinks, I drink an energy drink every day for the record, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're um, slowly killing yourself. Yeah, I'm slowly killing myself, but Red Bull itself has done very, very cool bits on sponsoring anybody in the endurance world recently. And the cool part is that now they're even sponsoring, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, uh, individual cyclists, which I think is very cool. When we talk about, you know, the shifting landscape and professional cycling from team-based to individual-based, I mean, Red Bull's kind of on the forefront of this sort of thing you're talking about, like surfing, skateboarding, cycling, triathlon. I think maybe maybe surfing video started it, right? Where it's like these people that are just going out with their boards and like just having an adventure. And I think triathlon definitely doesn't have anything like that. We need to do that more in triathlon. Why would triathlon not do that? You can you can do stuff like Overland anywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. their point is like, hey, well, hope you see this. Hope you go do something cool. Yeah. You know. Um, I think. Hey, Evan, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Rebecca Rush, she's sponsored yeah. by Red Bull. Oh, yeah. very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And um, and there's another athlete. Uh, I want to say his name's Patrick. Uh, there's a guy who won the single speed world championships in Bend this weekend. He's also a Red oh, Bull cool. sponsored cyclist. 
cool. Yeah. Okay, very cool. I yeah. feel like they just pick people that are cool. They and do. Sponsor them. Yeah. You know, which is interesting. I mean, let's let's build the individual brands in this sport. I'm all yeah. for that. I think it's really cool. Yeah. I think, and this is just, I'll I'll, I'll just plug this little seed here. I mean. We could come up with something cool like totally. this ourselves. We could we could definitely we could even do the Overland route sure. since Matt already knows that. Yeah. But we could take some of our interesting friends here and go out there and do do something fun like this. Yeah. I, I, I was inspired just like Jacob. I, mean, I, I was inspired after watching that. Yeah. It's pr- it's pretty interesting yeah. and um, you know going up there for us it's about an hour ish drive. It's not that far. Uh, but you could yeah. easily go like make a camping trip out of it and yeah. do a, you know, you make could a weekend camping trip a, and training trip. Sure. Out of it. You could do a training block, you know, you mm-hmm. could spend a week up there, do a training block if you want to do something like that. Yeah. So many, so many good options for, for those of us that are, are racing and just want to do something kind of inspiring for sure. Yeah. Um, or recharging the batteries too. Yeah, you, know, you, you always hear that in the triathlon and cycling worlds, you know, it's like guys at some point in the season are just drained. Like oh. why not go out and do something like this? Like that's where you recharge yourself. Yeah. Go and do something fun. So Matt, yeah. how did you originally connect with them? Um, so Eric sent me a message on Instagram and you know, um, I followed his YouTube channel for a while and I'm also on YouTube and I think it's kind of that like, um, actually my, my feeling is that he needed a, uh, basically a, a body, anybody <laughs> that, that could hold a camera uh, and film some stuff. And then I think maybe like, as he got to know me a little bit more, it was like, okay, well let's do this and this and then, you know, do some editing and things like that too. Um, and just kind of, um, set some stuff in motion where it's like, you know, what kind of shots can we do here and here? And again, we had other people too filming, um, and taking, and then we had a whole photography group, like two people that were just doing photography. Um, they were from like a professional studio, uh, in Portland. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, but it made, there were some conflicts, right? Where it's like, you get your photographer in your video shot and it's kind of like, Oh, where, what are our priorities here? Because the, you know, this is making it difficult to make this video when you, when you have a photographer like right in your face, it's like, Nope, can't have, can't use this clip. Can't use this video. Um, but yeah, so that's how we connected, uh, over Instagram. Okay, good. And then just for the geek in me, sure. I don't know if there's any other geeks out there. Tell me more about the equipment you used. Absolutely. So um, I shoot on a Sony camera. Uh, Sony Alpha 7.3 is the the name of the camera that I use. Oh, right, right, right. And uh, right, 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 right. That's a nice Uh, piece of equipment, my friend. It is, it is, which is, this is, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, but Jake and I have we love to geek out on camera stuff and totally randomly like he and I bought the same camera, which you basically, it's like, it's the, it's one, it's a good camera for sure. And it's like hard to get it's because it's been so popular. Uh, it's one of those cameras that's like sold out everywhere. And we both like just randomly like have the same camera, which is awesome uh, because we can share each other's lenses. Yeah. Um, so uh one of the things I did was come it's over just here. Just a budding bromance between you two. I know, Lance. We're just we're just hanging out over here, me and Lance. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I shot. So one of the things you need is like you know like telephoto lens for some of the far away stuff. So I borrowed your seventy to two hundred yep. um, lens, which was really nice. Uh, and then I used um, like. Uh, like a gimbal thing, which basically helps you hold your camera steady for a lot of the action shots. And that's a lot of the transition pieces and things like that. 
um, because you kind of, you know, these, these people are changing all that stuff. They're doing all that on their own and stuff like that, but you want to film it and stuff like that, or they're running and stuff like that. So you kind of, if you want to move quickly, you don't want to have the camera shake. So the gimbal helps you keep things steady. Uh, and then what else did I use? I, I have like a 50 millimeter, um, 1.8, which I love. Yep. I, I use that thing for, I use that thing all over the place. That's Way, what I took all my pictures with this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my, I mean, I, what, I use that. what GoPro were they carrying on them? Um, that was the, let's see the GoPro. Let's see. So there was, there, there was actually a lot of them. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, because GoPros are so easy in a lot of ways. Uh, there's, there was one of those little GoPro, um, they have like a, they call it the session, I think. And it's like a little square one and it was on, um, Chris's bike. And then Eric had a GoPro hero six, I think. And that actually had a little gimbal piece to it, which actually really, I was surprised actually worked out really well Mm -hmm. for a lot of the, some of the stuff on the cycling. Uh, and then I had a GoPro hero five and I would just like put it down places, random places. Um, oh, which is like nice. the low shots that you got. Yeah, in there and all that. exactly. And so, you know, so you could just put it down and forget about it, like press split record and forget about it. And that was yeah. nice, you know, because then I could have my other camera stuff going on. Um, so yeah. And then on the wide angle shots, I borrowed Jake's, uh, 16 to 35 mil, um, lens. So those were basically the three lenses I used, yep. use the GoPro, um, and then dr- I have a drone as well that I use, but they also had another drone. Um, and then they had their transition four has their own camera. And then I think Eric probably has like four or five GoPros, at least maybe six. Like he has tons of like little GoPros and stuff like that. So we're yeah. throw those everywhere and just have as many people try to film stuff as possible. So, yeah. Yep. So get, get getting away from the camera stuff. Uh-oh. Uh, I think no. it's a, we, we were talking about it before yeah. kind of a, a cool story of, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Berg was oh, yeah. involved in this as well, who I think is a cool little shout out to give there. Cause he's, he's super cool. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of a hero of the Pacific Northwest little triathlon totally. scene from, yeah. Everybody who I've talked to who has been out here. He's been a name in the racing world for a long time. Yeah. He's, he seems to always do this local triathlon called the Blue Lake Triathlon that you and I do, we'll probably do at the beginning of each season. Mm -hmm. And I think he won it uh, either maybe two years ago or something like that. And he's a touch older. He's um, probably 40, 40, I'm guessing he's like 43, 44, something like that. So old, old. I mean, and so decrepitly old. Uh, Yeah. I mean. He, he needs a wheelchair to get to the yeah. races at this it, point. He gets he, yeah. he gets to the race in a wheelchair and then he wins. Anybody so. over that age might as well just quit whatever they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually I actually raced Matt Berg um, a, a month ago or so. He came and did yeah. a cyclocross race that I was doing at uh, called Corn Cross. Yeah, he said he was going to do cyclocross this year. Yeah, he raced in my division, and so I I raced against him. So if you get the chance to hang out with him, he is like an amazing, he's just like a super chill guy. Like one of my favorite people from that trip, he's just seems so even keeled, like, yep, missed the turn. Like in, in the, you'll see this in the film where it's like, he missed the turn. He had to run like a couple extra miles. Yep. Missed the turn, you know? And then he has these like horrible leg cramps in the swim and he's like, yep you know just miss that and she's like just having i'm just out here having a good time like he's just so mellow like just an awesome person uh and in an extremely good athlete so uh he definitely you know you you get these little snippets because you're only with these people for you know like a a long weekend or whatever it is and you're like oh 
this person I could totally hang out with all the time. He's just so easygoing. Yeah. I really liked him a lot for sure. We, we yep. need to do some training with him this year. Yeah. That'd, that'd be, be fun to hang out with. Yeah. He lives close. He lives in Troutdale, which is if, if we could cross the river from where we live, we live um, just on the, the, southern washington side but if we cross the river he'd be right there yeah, yeah it's like three miles close. away but to drive yep. there it's like, <laughs> like 20 drive. miles or something yeah, like that. yeah. exactly yeah, yeah yeah so yeah he's super Very awesome cool. yep that is fun matt what was your favorite takeaway of that whole race or event yeah um i think my favorite takeaway was um just getting to go up there and realizing like how like amazing it is up there. Uh, and it's, you know, you realize, okay, well this is an hour drive or whatever it is, but you just feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. Like you, you're, yeah. you're on dirt roads. There's no, you know, cellular or anything connection and there's just trails and a big lake to swim in and a huge mountain, a huge mountain. <laughs> but I mean, like if you, I just, you just, you just realize like, even if you like, I, so I did this trip a couple times, like you can just go spend a day up there. If you yeah. have a day off, you could drive over, drive up there in the morning, like swim, bike, run, whatever you want to do, drive back that evening and probably be home by dinner time. Like it's yeah. really not that big of a deal. And it's just absolutely stunning up there. So yeah. my biggest takeaway was just like, oh, go, just go do it. Like, don't, don't hesitate. Like go up there, do that. Definitely swim in the lake. The water's, you know, crystal clear, amazing. Um, run on those trails. They're amazing. And it's just, this is our backyard. And like, we don't even realize how amazing it is. It's just absolutely amazing. So that's my takeaway. My big takeaway. Yep. yep, I'm sold. Yep. yep. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. And if you guys want to check that out, um, the best place to do that would be transition four dot TV. I'm hoping that they'll post some stuff to YouTube as well. So, um, and if they do, I will link to it from my YouTube account. Yeah, we'll post yep. that up on the Dow Podcast Facebook oh, page yeah. as well. Post yeah. it up. And all three of you guys out there can listen to it. <laughs> Watch it. All that fun stuff. Awesome. Let's jump into our next topic if you guys are done on that. Um, mm-hmm. The hot seat. Woo. The hot seat is back. Oh, it feels hot I was going to say, I feel like, has did the hot seat take a hiatus for a little bit? I can't, can't remember. remember. The hot seat the is hot back. Seat. <laughs> uh, Lance, you've been a little quiet, man. You want to start us out on the hot seat? I am unprepared for the hot seat question. Well, oh, that makes it even Wait, hotter. Go, Lance. Brandy, Brandy will crush What, what do you got, Brandy? You ask us a question, Brandy. Oh, you said mine were dumb. No, yours were not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you said mine were dumb. I was mad if there was one place that they'd want to live that was like the best cycling place. That was one question. What's a city you would like to live in other than portland oregon that's like a hundred times better question than whatever lance would have come up with <laughs> yes, yes i'm gonna i'm gonna start this one off and i'm gonna say bend i bend. i've been down there once to ride and did a little family trip and oh my gosh they they have everything that they can throw at you and you've got beauty you've got the seasons you've got cool people you got a good biking vibe bend oregon of course don't go there because they don't want you there because they don't want more people yeah, but <laughs> that's right nobody yeah. go to bend it's our, it's the worst kept secret in the northwest uh, yeah what was the question the worst place to go ride your bike <laughs> <laughs> all right how about you evan okay i got i got two one of them is whatever but i would love if it wasn't so crowded at the moment to be in boulder after boulder. doing the riding around there it's incredible i'm actually taking a weekend trip coming up to boulder so that's number one for me but number two was after doing santa cruz i would love to live right on the coast in santa cruz yeah. that was 
beautiful. And just being able to swim in the ocean every day would be great. That's kind of cool, man. Yeah. I like that Santa Cruz area. That, that like Northern California area. Cost of living. Awesome. What's it like there? Uh, more money than I have. But <laughs> if I had more monies, then I would yeah. live there. Yeah. So. What about something like uh, like Tucson or something like that? And, and the reason I mentioned that is because you know, in a hot seat question, I was kind of thinking, you know, oh, well, where would people go in the winter time? Like, you know, if we if we want to take a winter spin on this, like, I think Tucson might be a, a something for us to consider you too. Know what? That's Snowbird. a part of the debate yeah. for our 2019 dialed cycling training oh. camp. So that's been in in talks and contention. So oh, that would be cool. Maybe oh, we maybe. could come up with a we we should have a podcast topic where you got to make an argument for each city, <laughs> pros cons list for each city. Tucson would be tough to beat that oh, time yeah, of year, know, right? How about you, Lance? Well, I, I tell you, St. George is pretty awesome. And yeah. I think that's just not because I'm here right now. But <laughs> if I really wanted to go somewhere, I think it would be Sun Valley, Idaho. I mean, I, oh, I could yeah. live in Sun Valley. And it's it's more a mountain bike mecca than it is a road biking mecca. But, man, it is a cool spot on the earth, that's for sure. I still have to get out there one of these days. Yep. I'm going to put myself in your trunk next time you head out there, Lance, once yeah. my shoulder right. is healed up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Matt, was Tucson your your answer? Or were you just yeah. kind of throwing yeah. that out there? Sure. Huh? That's my answer. Tucson. Mm-hmm. I, awesome. I was just thinking, you know, someplace warm. Nobody said if, Dayton, Ohio. If, no I, Dayton, Ohio. I, I, <laughs> here's the problem with Tucson. I mean, yes, Tucson is my answer because uh, the question was biking specific, I think. But <sighs> running in Tucson is not great. It's so hot in the summertime. You basically have to get up at like three in the morning, go run. And as soon as the sun comes out, you're done. You are absolutely done. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give an honorable mention to our backyard. I mean, yeah. Just, oh yeah, just based on everything we talked about with the Overland, you know, yeah, series and true. all the cool stuff that we have here. Um, uh, Portland's actually, tough yeah. to beat. It, it is. Pretty, Portland, Vancouver is very so. tough to beat. Yeah. yeah. Just don't don't move here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's terrible. <laughs> don't come here. <laughs> uh, all right, Evan, hit us with a hot seat. All right, I've got. Two, I've, I've got two questions, but I kind of like one of these. Who? So what What are your best, like what are the rides you're most looking forward to that you've planned for 2019? All. All. <laughs> Jake's, Jake's like, answer is anything, anything outside. Anything on a bike. <laughs> you know, I've told you this before. I'm just going to go pull all the data from Lance's 2018. And right. that's yeah. going to be my ride agenda for 2019. So, yeah. <laughs> I am just about to uh, set off on a mountain bike trail called the gem no not the gem trail where am i the zen trail zen trail the zen trail and it's i don't know just a thousand feet of climbing it's only five or six miles but it's wow a little muddy down here i'm just scoping it out where to park my rig right now that's what i'm most looking forward to is the zen trail here in the next five minutes (laughs) lance do you do you have anything on the horizon for 2019 like anything that you're really excited about um, I just want to have a better road cycling season. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not uh, at the road racing season. I guess I'm, I'm much better at cyclocross than I am road racing because I'm kind of a bigger guy, and so I guess I'm just hoping I can do better there. Uh, Lance, you're 175 pounds now. You're you're not a bigger <laughs> guy anymore. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> you're becoming a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, with the work that you've put in, the condition and the fitness that you've put your body into, and how strong you're riding, I have a sneaking suspicion that your season next year is going to be pretty fantastic. Well, I hope. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Looks like we may have lost Mr. Lance Romance here. 
Lance. He made it. He made it through Lance. transition just barely. <laughs> Give him one more second here to try and come back on. Oh, Lance. Oh, we lost him. All right. Well, can uh, I pretend no, to be Lance? Oh, he's oh, back. He's back. Okay. From the dead. <laughs> the audio switched from my earbuds to the the truck. So, oh. you know, it's all confusing. Okay. Finish what you were saying, Lance, about the 2019 road racing season. I, I've just, you know, I've been dropped on so many long cycling climbs when I'm road racing because I'm not as strong as a cyclist that I'm just, I, I, my expectations are very low. Let I me guess. remind you that our road racing season doesn't really have much long climb. The climbing routes are yeah, um, pretty horses built into it. It's, it's, pretty it's punchy relatively punchy. Yeah, and it's usually punchy like the, is all you Lance. The, the longest climbs are like two, three, four minutes. That's not that long. Right. So that's not long enough to get away. Nope. It's not going to help us. Nope. Well, that's that's that would be better for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll do just fine. All right. The question is Matt, to Matt yeah. now. Um, so one of the rides that you guys have been talking about that I've never done is the Mount St. Helens ride. I was about to plug uh, that one, yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry, I messed up. No, 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 that's, that's perfect. Yeah. mix up your pick. Um, and definitely, you know, want to do that. Uh, I haven't, there's a, a large mountain on the uh, Oregon Time side. Out. We have to re- reconnect with Mr. Lance here. Are we, <laughs> re- we're me- mid-reconnecting? Yeah. Are you there, Lance? People are going to be listening to this going, what in the world are you guys doing with me? (laughs) (laughs) This is the tough part about on location. On location, which is tough to find. There he is. Lance is back in action. Uh, (laughs) The ride I haven't done in a a while, it's probably been like three years, is Larch Mountain on the Oregon side. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful because, you know, you get up to a certain point and it's just, you just get into like just beautiful trees and not a lot else. Yeah. Uh, Good climbing. And I just need to go do it because been a while yeah i've only done so, that one one time and i remember rode, yeah. riding with jordan Rickardson. he's uh, super yeah. fast so it was kind of fun climber. keeping up with him and i had already had a big week that week and we got started and it was about 50 55 degrees yeah. and i didn't pack anything not right. thinking as you get up there it gets pretty stinking cold i think once we got to the top it was like low 40s and neither one of us was wearing anything that was going to keep us warm coming down the other yeah keeping coming down is the kicker for yeah. that one because it's you know you can go how cold does that one get? or i mean um how how high does that get large Ooh, i don't know um i, I think you get like four thousand feet of climbing no three thousand feet of climbing out of it i think that's yeah, about what it is right. i know right. that one of our teammates sean martin did uh <laughs> ten thousand feet of climbing on it did like what yeah. three and a half trips up it or something like or four trips that up was it. so yeah it was amazing yeah, yeah, yeah so it's you, right around three thousand feet i think you you almost nailed the head it's at its peak is four thousand feet but yeah. i'm sure the road doesn't go all the way up to its peak does did you it you take the little trail at the top where you can kind of see other peaks there's basically this kind little, of yeah we'll we'll do it yeah when yeah, you're, when you're healthy fun. we'll yeah. go up there but there's a little spot that you can go when we we ride um it's worth taking this little trail at the end of it and kind of having a little there's like a, a look off spot that's nice so very cool yeah. yeah i think for me aside from just wanting to do any ride at this juncture i mean i'll yeah. take the most mundane boring ride that you can throw <laughs> at me because i just want to get back on a bicycle and then um not that i'm keeping track but it's been 140 days since i've ridden a bicycle outside now it's marking it on its wall god <laughs> it sucks. but um some of the guys and it's been a long-standing ride that i've wanted to do with some of the guys on the team did it this year was the death ride down in lake tahoe oh yeah uh, you get to see was it four different passes and four different long climbs and that's just such beautiful how climbing. many miles um, it's pretty stinking long. Four I think. passes, you got to probably I, I be 120 miles. It's, it's like I yeah. think it's about 100 miles, and they did like it's like 
God, it was like 18, 12, 12 or 18 or 1,500 feet, or 1,000 feet of climbing. Oh, my gosh. Pretty nuts. So, uh, yeah. And yeah. then how about you, Evan? Uh, actually, so the the one that I was thinking of, Lance, it's it's interesting that you had mentioned, um, you know, want, wanting to get longer rides in. Uh, after we had done that South Rim ride at Mount St. Helens, I have uh, a bit on my plan, you know, uh, of my rides that I want to get done this spring, this next spring and summer is doing that same exact ride twice. So going, going through that. And I think that would put us over like probably 15,000 feet of climbing, 16,000 feet of climbing for that ride. Lance, you still there? <laughs> I think I'll, I'll answer for Lance there. Uh, uh, yes, Evan, I'd love to do that ride with you. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, reconnecting your connection is poor. Oh, Lance is out living the life right now. And um, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get to have Lance for the rest of the, the show here. We'll That's try and okay, connect though. with him one more time. But. He made it through most of it. He hiked through it. He transitioned all the way to his bike. He's on He's on a beautiful bike ride yeah. right now. So. And then yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a local shout just for another ride that's a lot of fun that mm-hmm. I really enjoy is the, the Bridge of the Gods ride. Yes. So it's a, depending upon which bridge, if you use the 205 or the 5 bridge here, and you go all the way out to the Bridge of the Gods, um, you're looking at anywhere from 85 to 100 miles, and mm-hmm. you get to ride through the old historic highway was it 30 or something like that? Yes. Anyway, you get yes. to ride by like Multnomah Falls and all the different mm-hmm. waterfalls that they have out there. You get to ride over the Bridge of the Gods and it's just so stinking beautiful. So yeah. that's another little like local shout out that... Uh, that is that is a great ride because that's I, all along the Columbia. You're getting to do, you know, I mean, you're basically just heading east on the Columbia and it's a great, great I haven't done that ride. ride. I can't that believe, believe I've done that You've one. You've never done Bridge of the Gods? Uh-huh. There's yeah. the other one that we got to put on the list then. I know. Yeah. It's straightforward, right? Yeah. Let's see if we can I love this Skype music. <laughs> Let's see if we can get on one, like one more time. If not, we're going to let Lance go do a Zen ride. He probably just ditched us to he go. Oh, I guarantee he just ditched us to go. That's what I would have done. Oh, yeah. I would have 100% ditched us. Oh. Nah, he's on He's on that ride. Yeah, I think he's calling it a day. So... All right. Yeah. Well, that's that's Mr. Lance Romance. He'll call us back, I'm sure, if he gets the chance. Um, so, so Matt, I was while well, while you were gone, I was saying, along with the Bridge of the Gods ride, yeah. Larch Mountain, and then I want to do the South Rim ride that we had done at St. Helens. Me and Lance when okay. we went with that group. I want to do that twice. Will be a good little pre Ironman Canada. Yeah. Making sure we got the climbing legs all ready to go. Well, and and just like get, we we need we need you know lots of rides. So oh yeah. Just the mileage. Absolutely. General general time on the bike. And the views are <laughs> Lance, did you just there I am. Hey. There he is. <laughs> I was expecting to hear him like on a bike at this point. Like, hello, hello. <laughs> we thought you ditched us for the Zen ride. I am trying to gear up to go on the Zen ride. So this probably would be a good spot for me to bow out from here. All right. You got you got any last bit? Yeah, let's oh. pause real quick. Hey Lance, any one last things from you? Um I I, I got nothing. No, <laughs> Lance Romance has nothing to say. Lance, I'm just, Lance, I'm just what's your out to party? Lance, what's your Instagram handle if people want to see what you've been up to? It is at Dr. Hep, at D R H E P P, and you can see some of the stupid pictures I've been taking. They're so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Lance, go tear it up on that mountain bike, ride safe, and uh, take some cool pictures for us. All right, will do. I'm out, boys. All right, brother. Take care. See you, Lance. Bye. All right. See ya. <laughs> all right. Um, I think did, did we hit all of your yeah. all of us? Okay. Yeah. We got we got some fun rides on awesome. the, oh, on yeah. the schedule there. Matt, did you already do your hot seat yet? Um hot seat question. I have not done a hot seat question Let's yet. Do it are now. you guys ready? Are you nervous? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. shaking in my boots. Are you? Okay. Well, <laughs> this is good for uh this is a good question for not having Lance here. 
Good. Um, if you were to pick a bike, okay. you can pick. It doesn't have to be a bike. I mean, it doesn't have to be like a um, TT bike or a road bike. It can be any bike you want. Like, what bike would you buy right now? And money's no object. Oh. Money is no object. You just pick a bike. You get to pick anything. Huh. I'm going to lean towards one that I don't have in my quiver right now because yeah. Lance stole it. He's actually riding it right now, I'm sure. Actually, he's on it. <laughs> and this is the point. This is good for Lance because... This it, is your mountain bike, no, isn't it, that he does? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I miss my mountain bike. I miss riding in the woods and on all the single track trails. Um, I was really digging that bike before I got hurt, and I was really excited about all the fun stuff I was going to do on it. And then it disappeared from my quiver. Uh, so, <laughs> and what, BMC just announced their their okay. new four-stroke full suspension mountain bike. And I, I've been riding in hardtail for eons, and I kind of fell back in love with the idea of a, a full suspension mountain bike. Mm-hmm. And now they've got their brand new four-stroke, completely redesigned um, full suspension mountain bike. And that's the one that I would want right now. They're not Compo- cheap, though. Com- <laughs> so yeah. thankfully, uh, money's no issue. So. Component set on that? It's going to be your um, SRAM Eagle uh, XX1, yeah. uh, one by drivetrain. So nice. you're looking at, a, what is it, a 10 to 50 tooth uh, rear cassette, and you wow. get the one by you know 12 drivetrain on that thing. Yeah. And I want to say that bike's weighing in at about 19-ish pounds. Nice. Um, it's got an integrated dropper post into it now, and okay. the thing is just built to fly. It's great for cross-country rating, racing. Uh, you can do a little bit of like downhill adventure stuff on it. It just soaks up everything. It's a lot of fun. Is is 50 tooth pretty typical for that single speed now? It's that uh, it's, weird. It's it, that weird big one that they have in the gear. back. It, it looks like a yeah. pizza pan dish I mean, back yeah, there. Yeah. That's, is, that, is that kind of the direction they're all going with the that's, single gear? That's all they're, yeah, just about all of them. I think Shimano goes up to a 45 on their one by drivetrain and okay. um, SRAM's up to the 50. And I, it, you, you look at it and you're like, eh, I don't need a gear that big. But then I usually run a little bit more of an aggressive front chainring. I'm usually running like a, you know, like a 34 or something like that. A lot of guys be running 32s. And sometimes it's kind of nice to have that when you hit some yeah. really steep, pitchy stuff. Um, it's, it's pretty yeah. nice to have just to be able to spend. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm I I would need to ask some advice from you guys because after yeah. watching Overland, I just want a gravel grinder now. Yeah, that's like all I would want. I don't know anything about the gravel grinding world though. Like, what's well, your what's your like go to gravel grinding bike out there? That's tough. Um, BMC lot, makes one, don't they? Kind of. They do. Uh, they okay. they have like their little road machine, which is kind of like their little Swiss Army knife bike. You okay. Know, can do well, everything, but it's not a traditional gravel. And grinder. you could. I yeah. mean, I think in all of those cyclocross bikes would work. Yeah. Fine. There's no problem with. I know Cannondale's got a really cool one. Yeah. yeah. The you know the cyclocross bikes definitely like Matt said, but the cockpit on those are a little bit more um, short, mm-hmm. so you're a little bit more compact, which is nice if you get into some more tactical stuff and you want to throw the bike around. Highway. But, yeah. But if you're hitting some longer rides, um, mm-hmm. you, you might start. To to feel that a little bit if you're um you're wanting to kind of stretch things out just a touch but mm-hmm. um it's still perfectly feasible as a matter of fact i rode a, a cyclocross bike when i did the gravel grinder the, the oregon gravel grinder earlier oh, yeah. this year in april i think i was 75 miles on the particular ride and i was yeah. riding the the ktm canic yep. uh, cyclocross bike and it was just fine so perfect yeah, yeah. so something cyclocrossy or gravelly for you yeah just got to figure out what you need yeah, because you know TT bike wise, I'm kind of off You're the happy. train of like obsessing over that. It's easy to obsess about, like I know, Kona. Like, you know, we had Kona two weeks ago or whatever, yeah. a week ago, whatever it was, and it's like all the new bike releases. I love, I love. Uh, I saw an interview with Cam Worf where he was talking about that. He focused it like he said, if he had a thousand dollars, he would spend nine hundred. I think he said nine hundred of that on his helmet and his skin suit. 
Yeah. Said aerodynamics is like 70 to 75% yep. wow. you. Yeah. Actually, I've heard numbers higher, but that's, yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's the number I've heard too. It's about yeah. 70, 75%. I mean, yeah. yeah I, I mean, when we're talking small percentages, yep. when you're trying to hang on to groups, that's, you know, the front brake being aero yeah. is important. But like, if you're going to spend, you know, not everybody has endless sponsors and funds here. If you're going to spend yeah. money, it's just getting your position right. And then the bike, you don't need to go out and spend that extra yeah. two, $3,000. More to your point right there, too, with the skin suit. You mm-hmm. heard that the UCI just out, um, outlawed the uh, the skin suit that this guy was wearing from Castelli. Um, oh, what did they call really? that, that skin suit? There was a, a name um, for it. It literally looked like a golf ball. It, like, it had like, like it little had like dimples golf, and bumps yes. and stuff on it. And they just Which out- was ingenious because that's yeah. why golf balls travel so far. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they just outlawed it over the weekend. So, uh, um, good job, UCI. Supposedly, <laughs> though, Castelli's already in, uh, come up with a new skin suit that falls within the criteria of being legal. Yeah. And um, it's supposed to be faster. So, <laughs> I think it was their body paint for speed suit that that had a specific name to it. I, I'd have to go back and remember. Pretty sure they're just going to start like body painting people into golf balls <laughs> and just be like yeah. <laughs> wearing a speedo with yeah. golf paint on you. <laughs> right. How about you, Matt? What would your bike be? Oh, I don't know. I would, I would, I would mix it up and probably snag a road bike. I think. Yeah. I, I like my, I have a specialized Vinge road bike, but it's, um, it's not my favorite. It's a little touch small. Um, so is that a 54? Yeah. It's 54. I think I should go with 56. Would you ride a fit? Cause I ride a 56. Would you? Yeah. Yeah, I like a 56. I've had a 56 in the past, and I like... Well, yeah. if, if you think about it, we, we're used to stretching out on the bike because the yes. TT position is yes. stretched out. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, I I would go for something maybe like a Trek Madone or something like that. Like, I think they're mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. I love the fully integrated... Actually, BMC does the same thing. Yep. It's like the fully integrated cockpit area. Like, yep. I just think that's a beautiful look. Anything where you don't have, like, wires popping up and stuff like that, I always am just I'm just looking at those things and kind of drooling a little bit. Those are those are nice. But for the most part, I mean, I'm you know, I'm like you, like it's easy to, you know, oogly eyes at all the new bikes announcements and stuff like that. But I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah. 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 Good form and function with those uh, bikes with all the integrated stuff. in it. They're definitely fun to come and look at. Yep, they are. All right. Hot Um, hot seat question. (laughs) Hi, Jake. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask you guys a question about Zwift, but then I got to thinking, I'm like, well, I thought about that too. Yeah. Lance doesn't ride on it. I'm sure Evan hasn't been on it. Matt's been busy and riding outside. Yeah. So um, I'll just ask this. And if you haven't ridden on it yet, we'll just punch on to the next one. Have you guys tried out the new New York, New York? Ooh, I want to check Zwift? that out. I am super I just saw a video I, that um, uh, was on YouTube about it. Yeah. yeah. So it looks kind of cool. When I think it's... Do they, okay, so usually on Zwift, they'll, um, they'll set up a specific day for different routes and if you can go in and edit that like within the code it's not that hard yeah uh but um and i i do want to touch uh, play with that at some point uh because there's that i don't there's a lot of routes that i don't like like richmond (laughs) don't i don't like richmond very much and i don't like london that much i like watopia and i'm super excited to try new york so the world uh, uh the world championship course was kind of cool those clubs were tough. Yeah, that yeah. was that was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watopia is hands down my favorite. I mean, yeah. there's so yeah. much variety there, and they did a freaking awesome job. And they keep adding little bits and pieces to it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. You want my hot take on uh, New York? Yeah, New York? I definitely it. do. I don't like it. I think it you sucks. Don't. Yep. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> so where do they take you through that? I'm gonna. Uh, Same. Old. So okay, it's supposedly a hundred years in the future when they designed uh-huh. this. So it's kind of got New York in it, and they've got some stuff with uh, the Central Park down there, but. 
it was just kind of cheesy, I thought. But yeah, th- that's neither here nor there. But it just felt like the the climbs when you're doing a climb, like all of a sudden you'll look over and the gradient, you can feel it when you're riding on a smart trainer, the gradient will kick up to like 10, 15%. And you're, you feel it and you're looking at it on, on the Zwift app. And it doesn't visually look like you're hitting a grade. So I'm like, that's kind of off. And they just, I feel like they tried a little too hard. I mean, kudos to them for adding a new it's, land and yeah, creating more interest. But yeah. I don't, I, I've I mean, done it for the last three days. New York City doesn't uh, exactly yeah. have too many hills in it. Correct. No, that's, that, well, that's the thing. Is they city. built like this kind of like this little sky bridge area where that you ride oh, on. It's 100 years and in that's the where, Exactly. And that's how Got they it. give you your elevation gain. So you're, you're riding on this translucent like uh, uh. skyway and like you're kind of looking down. But when you're hitting these pitches, it doesn't look like it. And like when you're in a lot of the other lands, it visually looks like you're on a climb and yes. it feels like a climb and it's just not the same there. So do you like London? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I It's okay. It's okay. Um, it, There's little things where it's like, there's these little like kickers that I kind of like where you like get on and off the, you know how you cut through this, the tube, this yeah. their, their subway system or whatever. Yeah. And you, you, you have the, the plywood down. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like this because you have this little like kicker and you dig in and it's, yeah. I don't know. I just like, yeah. so oh. little things like that I like, yeah. uh, but mostly I don't love London. I, my favorite is definitely Watopia. Just, yeah. And maybe it's because I'm familiar with it. I'm like, oh, I know if I go... You know, if I want a flat route, I do this. If I want yeah. to go climb, I do that. It's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if you want a flat route in some of the other lands, it's just this boring little like short circuit and like, man, I don't want to do this a hundred times. But yeah, like London, I'm always like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm in Richmond. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm, so, I'm actually sad to hear that you're not excited about New York because I'm guessing that we'll all you know, feel similar. I think that they did an okay job with, I just don't like it. And I think when I think of cycling, I don't think of New York. Do you think of no. cycling in New York? I'm like, what's the draw of that? Why don't you come up with another classic place? Yeah. Like go back over to Europe and find some of the stuff from one Ooh, of the big races like, and, and start to build around like that. A, like a cycling centric city in Europe would be like Girona or something like that in Italy. Do you yeah. do like a city? that's known for its yeah the, the only thing new york is known for is the cycling delivery guys who are literally <laughs> yeah. almost killing people out there yeah. so yeah i just had that movie from back in the day remember quicksilver Did yes. you guys ever see quicksilver yes <laughs> Kevin that's Bacon exactly in that? what i'm referencing yeah <laughs> what about some sort of like i don't know hell of the north ride or something oh, interesting like that they could yeah. do a cobbled course why yeah. would they do something like that but, so if you start there and you build a cobble course people are going to eat that up and oh, then you yeah. can do a lot of stuff that spins off of that and just think about watopia watopia used to be yeah. very basic and simple and they keep adding all of the right. stuff to that and so now you've got volcano climbs and mountain climbs and all these other kind of little circuits and whatnot that are built into it and like this is cool there's a lot of variety there yeah i just don't see where they're going to take New York from here. I mean, we yeah. add more sky bridges or you can go ride in the, the subway tunnel or something like that. Yeah. But, I don't know. It is what it is. But um, yeah, my hot take was I just wasn't overly impressed yes. with it. So yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I've had a few people ask me that too. And I just wanted to limit one more time. I, so yeah. I need to jump on there. Maybe I'll jump on today for like an easy hour or something like that just to check it out. Yeah, they have. Is it, it going to be every day for a little while? Yeah. Or? I think they started like last Thursday or Friday and it's going to go for this whole week and then like the first part of next week. So okay. that'll be on the agenda. And I have to put out the invite for our um, dial team ride tomorrow mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out which course to do and I'm like these just aren't <laughs> inspiring me to, to want to, to do this but yeah. <laughs> yeah well you can do that there's a hack and one of my uh, yeah. one of our teammates Ian Gibson was making mention of that to me that we actually have the option to go in there and do that but right. it might be too much of an ask to have all these other people do the same thing in their system and have yeah. us go meet for a ride in, in a place that's just you know. right you have basically have to edit one file oh, on your system it. which you're not a tech guy no 
You're not that guy. This is all. This <laughs> is all. You were born in 1948. Right so. over my head right <laughs> yeah. now. I know. Right. I was in the post World War II world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So um, my real hot seat question. Oh, okay. Is something that's going to be dialed centric. Um, what would you guys like to see from the dialed cycling team in 2019 to best serve you? <sighs> Big question. That's a tough question. I feel pretty supported from team perspective. Right. So. And, and I'll give you guys a second to kind of stew on that. And so. it's just kind of going back to, um, you know, we talked with Chuck Keenan last week about, um, you know, just the things that, that cycling is facing. And I think we've all kind of come to agree that teams are going to be the catalyst to us pushing forward and in, in pushing the, the cycling agenda and getting more people out riding. And I want to try and stay ahead of the curve. And I want to try and I want to experiment with stuff because we've got such a great base of people. I want to go out and try different things to see if it's going to attract more people so that we can say, hey, other teams and other people who are looking to start teams, right? we tried this and it failed miserably or we tried this and it worked fantastically give this a shot and so the best way to ask is to ask people what it is that they would want to you know, keep you around and, and to be to get more people out riding and racing well, so. so so jake this is for me and you what if you know what what opportunities are we providing for barrett who is your is he how old is he nine nine yeah okay and and ethan which is my eight-year-old yep so both good cyclists yep both um, can handle the bike. Yep. Uh, I biked, I don't know, three or four miles with Ethan on. Oh wait, no, we did six and a half. I don't know. So we did a nice little six six miler. Yeah. On our trip, um, but when he's home, he you know doesn't have any interest in going out for a bike ride or anything like that. Um, but if there was a team or a practice or whatever it is or a safe place for him to ride, you know, even if it was a bit of a drive, might be that might be an opportunity. Like I know we've talked about youth cycling in the past, um, but this is youth, youth, like very pretty young. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about it is a lot of the promoters and a lot of the races that you see out there now will have races Mm -hmm. specifically tailored to those kids. Right. So it's on us. There's Kitty Cross for sure. It's on us to to create that uh, the conduit to get them there. So, yeah. um, you know, a, you've got to get them out there and you got to get them training, get their fitness up and B, um, you got to, you know, t- teach them all of the practical skills that they're going to need and C, then you got to get them out to the races. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to do. So, you know, right now I'm specifically writing our 2019 sp- um, sponsorship packet that we're going to go out and we're going to try and raise funds. And uh, some of these funds are going to be allocated towards, um, our juniors program so that we can get these kids set up with the things that they need, some coaching, set them up with, um, some, practices that they can get to make sure that the you know the kids that might need some help with a bike or a kit and things of that nature we can help pay for those things so we can give these kids every chance possible to get out there and ride and race bikes so that's kind of one of the things that we're working on nice i like it uh for me it would be coming up with going into this next road season kind of groups uh, we we come up with kind of a race calendar roughly and say where do you, what group do you see yourself falling into during the race schedule? Yep. As in like, are you seeing yourself as wanting to just race that four or five group for a while? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you doing masters? Or are you going to do open too? Cause mm-hmm. that's, I think, uh, for me coming back into a couple bit, you know, bits of road cycling, I'd love to say that I know exactly what my schedule will produce, but it'll, you know, depend on, on how the beginning of my season looks. Um, you know, but knowing who in the two threes group is going to be racing masters and who wants to race the open. Yeah. So that going into these races a lot like last season when you had that great masters team together. Yeah. Um, 
at each race we would know who's going to be there know who's going to be you know supporting each other we kind of had a little bit of that and i think that we can always do a better job with Mm -hmm. everything that we do we can do a better job but you know with the master's group i mean you'd have all of the guys getting together for a meeting on zoom which uh, for some of you don't know what zoom is um it's video conference calling so Mm -hmm. um you kind of pop into this meeting and all of a sudden your video camera produces an image of you and then you, you pull up your computer and it, you're kind of like, it's like looking at the Brady Bunch. You've got everybody in their own little <laughs> it is square. The Brady Bunch, yeah. and, and, and a lot of the guys would have meetings and they would talk about what tactics they wanted to employ, who's going to be at the race and what mm-hmm. kind of supplies do we need? How are we going to support each other? So I think that what we could do is a better job of doing that across the entire team as opposed to just segments mm-hmm. within the, the team. And that, that definitely is a good good suggestion from you. Yeah, because yeah. I know that this year we have a lot of guys bump up to that three range. So yeah. I think we have a pretty big three it's group gonna, it's right It's going to be growing, yeah. You know, another thing that a lot of guys would do um, – is get on Zwift and our team uses uh, Discord. So they would actually get on and they, they would, would do like a, it. yeah, they would do like their, the night before their little leg openers and whatnot. They would do a ride on there and then they would be on Discord and they'd be talking about race tactics and strategy. So that was kind of fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So Matt, would you jump into some road races this spring? Yep. I think so. I mean, cool. So uh, again, you know, I, I, I obviously set triathlon as a priority Same. for the, yeah. you know, for the season. And so I know we'll probably potentially race in April. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and that's kind of when I think most of the road stuff, it's going to start. Um, Jack Frost is high March. up on my hit list. March has some yep. road races, correct? <clears throat> oh yeah. Yeah. March, I mean, absolutely. basically the yeah. beginning of March is going to be your Jack Frost. And then right after that, we'll jump into dirty circles mm-hmm. and then it'll just like be piece of cake. And then they'll just be basically every, yeah, every single week until weekend. like the middle of end of May. So, Perfect. I think the the only slot I would have to miss is potentially two or three weeks in April. Yeah, and I'm ex- then, I'm excited because yeah. I'm in the I'll be in the forty plus. So it's, yeah, it's so happy. And and I, in our group, there's I think there'll be more people to work with, and oh yeah, it'll be it'll be a lot nicer for yeah. me for sure. Yep. Well, I appreciate that feedback, boys. Um, yeah. yeah, really hoping to you know take the team to an even greater height and help out some other teams and and just continue to bring more people to cycling. Very cool. Um, if Lance were here, he would be asking us a hot seat question right now. Do you yeah. guys have any kind of an idea what kind of hot seat question he would ask? What would Lance ask right now? Um, I don't know. It would probably be something sort of, he'd be, you know, golden boyish, yeah. charming question for yeah. sure. No doubt. It'd be something like what, like what hair product do you prefer on like a long <laughs> ride? Like what, what, what makes your hair look best for like the, the, the length of a ride mm-hmm. if you're going on a yep. century? That's yeah. definitely what he would do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me see. I can. Oh, I can. I can pretend like my other one. Uh, what is the on all the rides you've done in your life? What is the biggest amount of feet elevation gain you've had in a ride? Ooh, I have no idea. Twelve thousand five hundred feet. Twelve thousand five hundred on the direct. Yep. yep. I know. I've broken ten because we did the. <laughs> yeah. You know. You did the 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 yeah. <laughs> Mine was kind of funny. I was training for a race, a mountain bike race. Uh-huh. Um, it was called the. We've talked about this before, but it was um, the, the Warrior Society down in Southern California put on mm-hmm. uh, this mountain bike race, and it was the race is like eleven thousand five hundred feet of climbing, right? And mm. so um, basically, I was going out on a training ride, and I made a wrong turn. There you go. <laughs> my training ride was supposed to be about eight thousand feet of climbing. Those are the best. Ones. I had I had food, <laughs> nutrition, and, and fluids for an eight thousand mile, uh-huh. uh, not thousand mile, eight thousand foot of, of climbing, Might and well probably about miles, yeah. about forty <laughs> miles of riding. Uh, and so I got to the top, and I wanted to take a different way down. So I asked a hiker when I got up to the top, and um, 
it was uh, one of those things like, oh, yeah, I take this trail down. So I was over in the Orange County side of things, and there's a mountain range called the Santa Ana Mountains. And then he told me to take this particular road down. Well, it uh, took uh, me down into the Corona Valley, which is the other side of the mountain. And I got to the bottom of my back over the son of a biscuit eater. This is the wrong side. <laughs> I should not have listened to this guy. And I went to the, so I had to turn around and like, hike, like not hike, but ride my bike all the way back to the top. Cell phone battery died. Oh, I was completely man. out of food. I was completely out of, of hydration, everything. So I'm riding up and I was like trying to hitchhike almost because <laughs> like people were driving their cars up on these dirt roads, you know, like kids like, hey, can you guys stop? And they just go blown by. I'm like, thanks, guy. You know, <laughs> and I can remember there was one uh, husband and wife that saw me up there and they stopped and they're like, you OK? And I'm like, yeah. And I told them the story and they're like, oh, here's some water. And when the guy's like, uh, I got some beer. You want to take that too? They had one thing of water. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to take your beer, but thank you. And another guy guy further down the way he's like man I'm, I'm fresh out of everything but i've got some ice in the bottom of my uh my cooler here you want that i'm like sure it'll eventually melt right <laughs> yeah come limping in and um, i would have definitely gosh. taken that beer for the record yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been like easy carbs there. i come limping up my street and like everybody's kind of standing in the cul-de-sac and like my neighbors and my wife and they were all like worried like where is he starting to get kind of late in the day and they'd called or the the park services and oh whatnot like gosh. where is he at and they see me and they're like my wife, I could just like this look of like anger yet like satisfaction, <laughs> like he's alive still. And I'm like, oh God, I'm going to get the riot act right now. Cause I was like three or four hours late getting home. Oh yeah. my gosh. So yeah, went back and looked in the garment, said 12,500 feet of climbing. And I was like, that was, there a, you go. That was a day. So, <laughs> so secretly you're like, oh, score. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Toughest <laughs> elevation ride so far. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. How about you, Matt? Um, I, as far as elevation, the only thing that I can specifically remember would be Prune Hill 10K, where we yeah. got over, a little over 10. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a, that's a fun day for sure. And I, I don't remember it being, I only did it once. I didn't do it last year. Yeah. So just, I mean, so the, so if you guys aren't familiar, Prune Hill 10 K Prune Hill is just like this little area where Jake and I live, um, in Southern Washington. And it's, it's, you know, basically 500 feet of climbing any which way you take it. Yep. And we just take it a lot. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, we just keep climbing and climbing until we hit our 10 K mark. Yeah, and then we go that, home. And about that time out. of year to do that again. And I usually organize that. This yes. would be the fourth or third or fourth year of doing yeah. it, like whatever it was. Yeah. And I've just been on the, the disabled list. And Evan, before the podcast, yeah. was asking me about we that. We were just like, about to talk hey, about it. What's yeah. up with the, the Prune Hill 10K? I'm like, you know what? That's a very valid question. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was it was mentioned on our ride. So I think people are still definitely yeah. interested. So, so yeah. I think hypothetically, mm-hmm. Matt will be in town that week. Lance will be in town that week. Would be the second weekend in November. Um, yeah. I will not be able to do the ride, but I can run SAG support and yeah. we will do our normal meetup spot. And uh, last year we did a, a halfway point stop at our house, okay. my house here. Yep. And did donuts and coffee and all that other stuff. So I'll maybe provide that little support for oh, everybody yeah. as well and then cool, let cool. you guys do it. So um, yeah, we've got the whole rides all up on Strava and all that fun stuff. So it'll be, be fun. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, how about mm-hmm. you, Evan? What was your biggest? Uh, my biggest was actually just a little under yours. It was 12K. I'm uh, going to forget the exact amount, but 12K it was... 12K or 12,000 12, 12, feet? 12,000 nice. feet, okay. yeah. So it was uh, another wrong wrong turn. I think, <laughs> I, I, I think I've told the story where we got chased down by a hailstorm off yeah. Mount Evans. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, the other part of that story is I had busted away from my two friends because I wanted to be that guy. Missed the turn up the Mount Evans climb. That's right. Just not even yeah. thinking. Descended down a good 3,000 feet. I had to turn around and sprint back up, so... I think nice. the ride originally was going to be nine or ten thousand, and I added a nice, oh, man. nice three thousand with a wrong tough. turn. But yeah, headed to Colorado next weekend, like I had mentioned earlier. So actually, we'll see if we do that ride again. I'm not sure if this time of year that's a safe ride to do. Yeah. Oh. 
but yeah, we're, we're definitely gonna get some climbing in. So I was having a brain fart back there in a minute when I saw my story, the, the name of the race that I was doing was called vision quest. So sorry, vision quest. <laughs> not that anybody, I do. I do cares. remember you telling the story now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a that's such a California name for a race right there. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the the Warrior Society, and they basically are um, a, a tribal community that that actually looks after the, the mountain biking trails in the Santa Ana Mountains, and oh, they okay. raise a bunch of money, and it all goes back into Park N- Services. Native right? American group, yeah. or yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, very cool. So yeah, very cool. Um, I think that's it for the hot seat, boys. Oh yeah, I think so that was a warm seat for a long time. How about one last thing, Evan? My start us off? my my one last thing just got taken, but I was gonna plug the the prune hill 10k which i'm kind of excited for now you know i yeah. like i'm enjoying climbing right now i'm nervous for it because i'm not in the fitness that i was two years ago when yeah. jake and i were just climbing every day yeah but that's okay i mean okay. You, yeah it's a grinder man we just yeah it is yeah there's so many different approaches to this thing and we came well last year i kind of like figured it out that if we do it this way the way that i set it up last year it's a lot quicker i mean we can mm-hmm. cut out almost 10 miles of ride time so there's a um basically god what would you say about eight or ten different climbs somewhere in there and we would yeah. do each one of them twice yeah. and it, that was turned out to be the most efficient way to get it done and we were finishing it at about 55 56 miles yep. and it was just over ten thousand feet of climbing some guys did a little extra you yeah know. you'll yeah. do extra because you'll double back for me right evan yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely so we're doing hill repeats. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fun. We're here in uh, Prune Hill, Camas, Washington, and I think we're going to get a bunch of folks from the the Portland area that want to yep. come over and do it because they're like, "There's no way we thought you guys could do that over there." We we're totally in because there's a couple other big rides that they do over in the Portland area. Yeah, um, and and honestly, if we did it somewhere else, it would be easier to get 10k in. It's it it's just fun because this is our little yeah. backyard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's fun too watching all the people driving around going because we had like what 25 people out there doing yeah. it last year, and they're like, "What the heck are all these people?" doing out in the middle of november doing all of these climbs and the weather's kind of crappy (laughs) so yeah it was kind of fun but yeah i mean like this this neighborhood has some steep pitches some good surprisingly long climbs at times and yeah (laughs) i mean what there's there's got is there a 20 percent pitch in a couple of climbs around here there's got to be 20 plus in a couple areas yeah lacrimus lane is pretty stinking steep yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh god yeah like up to matt's houses that thing's got to hit what 24 percent it says it hits 23 it but i i don't know if i believe it but anyway there's definitely 18 and stuff in the the mix but it's there's i mean it's 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 good good climbing it's good clean fun it is yeah matt one last thing uh one last thing so i mentioned uh checking out the video um and that's uh that's something for you guys to consider um other thing would be uh we are wrapping up the cross-country season uh, and Camus Cross Country is doing pretty well. We won districts. Um, our our top five guys went one through five um, at districts. Yeah, I know. Oh it's crazy. Yep. <laughs> yep. So we perfect scored uh, at districts and our girls won as well. So um, the teams are doing well. Uh, but now we have like a, it's, we call it by districts, but it's like regionals and state. We have two races left. So I'll be out of town the next two weekends and, uh, and it should be some good, good racing. So you guys going to win state? Um, you know, it's, it's, that would be, I think we're a long shot, um, on the guy side and I don't think we'll win on the girl side. Uh, but you know, you never know, like that's why we run the race, you know? So we're just going to get in there and do the best we can and hope for the best. Yeah. To put some odds on it. What would it be? Yeah. Are you guys a top five favorite? Would you say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there's, so on the guy side, which we've, this is the best guys team we've ever had by far. Uh, and 
on any other year they'd win state, but this year there's like five teams that are really good. Um, yeah. The team that won state uh didn't have any seniors they brought everyone back oh it's like, so it's just like one of those years where it's like oh my gosh this is gonna be um this will be tough uh but there gonna be some fast times thrown down at state aren't there yeah i think so it's just gonna be interesting because they'll be you know we like our pack is really tight and fast and um and it'll just be interesting to to see the other teams and how they do so i don't know how closely you monitor what's going on like nationwide but yeah. how does it sounds like here in the pacific northwest there's some stinking like good talent here, our, right? Our team was ranked eighth or something crazy like that in the nation, which is just insane. Which I mean, like that team should win state, right? Like, yeah, but yeah. yeah but here I am saying, like, we could be fifth at state. Like, we like the Pacific Northwest is, and, and this might just be like a fluke year where Washington is just really, really strong. I think it is a bit of a fluke year, um, but again, you know, like each race every day is different. Like we may go there and just have a bad day, you yeah. know, and it's hard to get five or seven guys to, to show up on the same day and all have a good day. That's, how, that's how very does, difficult yeah. to do. So. How does this area though stack up against other hotbeds across the country? Oh, I think we're very good. Um, it's funny that Lance had mentioned, uh, American fork over in Utah when yeah. he was talking earlier, there, there would be another hotbed Jays that yeah. area right there. Um, you do, you have spots that are at altitude that do have, yep. you know, a good bit of decent running for sure. Um, and then highly populated areas are always going to do well. Like New York always has some good options as well. And California has some great teams. Um, but I'd say the places where I grew up in Alabama is, is where you see like less competitive running and no offense to any of our Alabama listeners. Uh, it's just the truth. Um, and it's, it's good to be here and just see like how hard these kids work. They work really hard. Yeah. So yeah. How can we get good. them to work hard on a bicycle? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, you can't steal my runners. You're not this allowed is, to steal my runners. This is where we secretly develop the greatest ITU triathlon <laughs> squad juniors yeah. have ever seen. It'd be amazing. Yeah. That's actually where ITU is going now. They just grab these kids from high school cross country and they're like, here's a bicycle Ready, and I set, hope you swim go. a little bit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and if they swim, that's game, set, match. I know. Well, I had one uh, runner a year or two ago that was like, came over from swimming and I'm like, oh, you'd be a good, you'd be a good triathlete. <laughs> like, here's a bicycle. Yeah, you need yeah. to learn how to he ride could, this. Yeah, you could crush for sure. Awesome. All right. My one last thing is we already talked about the Prune Hill 10K. Mm -hmm. There's another ride that we do every single year. And this will be our third year, fourth year doing it. Yeah. I make it sound like it's been something going on for decades, but no. <laughs> no, it predates the Prune Hill 10K. It does. So. And it's yep. the Ugly Sweater Christmas Ride. And oh, yeah. we basically do this little charity fundraiser thing. Um, the first year we did it, we had everybody bring in unwrapped Christmas toy and we donated those to the, um, who was it? Oh, the Salvation Army. That's what it was. And they helped us put it into kids that weren't going to have a Christmas. Uh, last year, we raised a boatload of cash to buy a bunch of bikes for kids. And you know what? That cash is still sitting on hand. It never got spent because the bike manufacturer fell through and the oh. shop that was going to help us out fell through. And so basically, I just parlayed that over into this year. So we've got a working budget already of $3,000 to go towards bikes for kids this year. And the whole thing basically just got pushed back a whole year. So my goal is if we can... Um, more than double that money, if not triple mm -hmm. it, that will buy a lot of stinking bikes for kids. So um, I've got a few things up my sleeve and hopefully we'll be able to, to make that work out. But um, yeah, we are going to do our ugly sweater Christmas ride and that will be the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, I believe that will be the 24th, if my memory serves me correct. And we will do a ride based out of here in Camas and we'll head on up to Frenchman's Bar. We'll do a um, pretty cool little photo op and then we'll ride back into uh, downtown Vancouver to do a little coffee break 
like. Um, we've nice. done it at Compass Coffee the past couple of years, and that's yep. worked out pretty slick. And then ride back into Camus and call it a day. And, and that, that whole process, yeah. we raise a ton of money. So that that ride is pretty mellow. So if you're worried about you know competitive biking and blah blah blah, no, just come out, dress goofy, and we'll have fun, and we're going to raise money for a good cause. Yeah. There's competition though. It's well, just each. whoever's got the best the Christmas sweater, <laughs> Christmas sweater slash Christmas bike. Yeah, people and, go all and in. Compass yeah. Coffee is really good coffee yeah, too. Is. By the yeah, way, that's yeah. a side point, but that'd be what I would be looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. or yeah. hot chocolate or Compass Coffee. So, yeah. It just feels weird to be talking about Christmas stuff. It does. It's just it kind of nuts. So, yeah. but I mean, gosh, we're getting pretty stinking <laughs> getting close. Thanksgiving's so. right around the corner. Just two yeah. months away. Yeah. Anything else, guys? I think I'm good over here. Yeah. Thanks for having us on the podcast. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. Go check us out on Facebook at Dial Podcast and check us out on Instagram at Dial Podcast. And we'll try and post up some pictures. I've got some pictures from Lance and I promise we'll get those posted up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and always, if you guys have any questions, shoot us an email, any of our first names at Dial Podcast, and we'll be happy to hit you up. Um, there is one last little note here. I've got a little bit of a, uh, a survey that we wanted to put out there for everybody that we've put together we just wanted to get some feedback from you i'm really hoping that you guys will stop and take this little survey it'll take you all of about two minutes at most maybe a minute um that's a little survey monkey thing that we're going to post up on the uh, dial podcast the facebook page um just when you get a chance go just punch in some information let us know what you think and we'll uh we'll, we'll take that all stuff all that stuff to heart so yeah good all right you guys thank you for coming back as always it's a highlight of my week i don't know about you oh but. yeah absolutely <laughs> All right, and all you listeners, thank you for listening again. We'll see you next week. Bye for now.